Welcome to A Month with Matthew in Croatia. I'm writer Matthew Felix, and I needed to get away for a while to figure out what was next for me. And this is what happened when I did. These are travel anecdotes, stories, and ruminations from my month in a small island village in Croatia. From the characters I met to the experiences I had, some funny, some frustrating, to the thoughts, memories, and emotions that came up for me during my solo retreat in the seaside village in Croatia. I woke up about an hour and a half late today, which is a bummer, and I'm not sure exactly why it happened. I mean, I know why it happened. It happened because I slept through my alarm, but I'm not sure why I slept through my alarm. I've been having some trouble with my iPhone getting the the volume adjusted correctly. For some reason, it just won't get very loud, but I thought I had figured it out, and now I'm thinking, apparently, I didn't. But the reason that it matters that I woke up an hour and a half late is because it means that I got to the cafe an hour and a half late. And if I get to the cafe late, that means I miss out on my special table because someone else takes my special table. And let me tell you why this is a problem. The special table is special because it's at the end of the terrace. So there are no other tables like to the right of the special table. That's where the stairs to the church are. And... I need the special table. I don't have to have it, but it's really helpful if I can sit at the special table because first off, I'm working. You know, I'm going to be there for a few hours. And as the morning progresses, a lot of people show up at the cafe. It gets really busy. So it gets noisy and there's a lot of activity and there are a lot of kids oftentimes. So if I can be off to the side doing my own thing, then that just really helps me not, you know, not get distracted. Again, not a must. I don't have to be at this table, but it really helps if I am. The other thing is a lot of people smoke here and I'm just not used to that. So if I'm sitting in the thick of things, then chances are I'm sitting in the thick of a cloud of smoke. And again, that's just not used to that. And it's really hard to to kind of deal with that. And there, there's no escape. If you're there and the, they're smoking, you know, there's nothing to be done about it other than leave. So usually at my table, there's a breeze, you know, there's a little space because it's right next to the door. So it's just kind of, it's a good setup. Now, I am pleased to report that uh, I just went with the flow. I found a table at the other far end of the terrace. Not as not as nice. It's kind of dark. It's under the awning next to a wall. I was surrounded with people, but they were all chill, so that really wasn't a problem. But still, I am uh, I'm really going to have to make an effort to get up tomorrow at the proper time because... Uh, I want my special table. Unexpected discovery today, uh, something I thought that I had sort of definitively put to rest, but has once again reared its potentially, but not necessarily, ugly head. And no offense to the wasps, the wasps, actually, their heads are not ugly at all. As I've said before, I think they're absolutely stunning, you know, just beautiful, beautiful creatures. But I also mentioned that, you know, when I showed up, there were, I realized there were wasp nests or had been wasp nests before I got here all over the place, all over the bathroom and all over the area by the door here in my bedroom leading out to the terrace. There was only one wasp nest, though, that was a real concern. Most of them were just where there, you know, the spots were just where there had been wasp nests before I got here. I realized there was one that might have been full of gestating wasps, so I got rid of that. 
just scraped it off the wall, took it outside, no big deal. Looking up at the light today in the bathroom, that's been a, you know, several days, however long that's been, looking up at the light fixture today in the bathroom, somehow I had missed that there are three big brown clumps, because I can kind of see because the light's, you know, translucent, the, uh, the fixture itself is sort of translucent, but it's not that translucent, which is why I didn't notice right away. But, you know, there are these three big shadows on the glass of the fixture. So there are three more wasp nests that obviously have not been scraped out that could be about ready to explode with wasps. Once again, I find myself woefully ignorant of how the whole wasp life, gestation, birthing, whatever, life cycle, I guess is the word I'm looking for, how that life cycle works. You know, and could, you know, part of me thought, well, maybe there's nothing to worry about because if they're next to that hot light, then they probably can't actually survive. They probably get fried. Then I was reminded, you know, in the hottest hours of the summer heat, the wasps are out there doing their thing. So wasps probably don't care that much about the heat. Now, maybe they do if they're gestating, if they're not quite formed and they haven't been born yet. I don't know. But I've decided I'm not going to worry about it. Because it's one thing to scrape a wasp nest off the side of the wall when you can tell that nothing's going on. I mean, you know, again, there might have been something going on inside, but it wasn't as if something, the wasps were about to be born and like I felt like there was any real danger. And while I don't feel like the wasps are about to be born that are living or, you know, possibly gestating in this light fixture, that would also nonetheless require kind of getting a little too up close and personal in a position that would put me at a huge disadvantage if a whole bunch of wasps wasps were to come flying out. Again, seems unlikely, which is why I'm just not going to worry about it. And I guess there's really nothing more to say to that other than I wasn't too excited to find the new wasp nests, but I'm just going to hope for the best, live in denial, not worry about it, and hope nothing comes of it. It can really take so little to be happy. And I say that because, you know, that's, that's what I was thinking about today when I was, I was walking to the beach, you know, and I just had a productive morning. I'd been at the cafe. I'd been doing my normal routine. And I'm doing the same walk that I've done for however many days and that I'm going to do for however many days more. And I'm walking through this cute little town, you know, this really picturesque, the stone, stone buildings, the hillsides, the green hillsides the little marina, the boats. And I'm walking again, the same walk that I've done through the neighborhood, into the forest, to the beach, just thinking this is all I need. That, you know, I haven't even gone to any of the other towns on the island. There's a lot more I could do here. I could take the ferry to neighboring islands. There's so much that I could do here. But when you have all of your needs met and when you don't have that many needs, which I suppose is also really important, like I could, I could put the pressure on myself to feel a need to, uh, to make sure I checked off the other towns on the island and to make sure that I spent, you know, enough time in split and I could create needs. I could say, you know, I'm so close to Havar and that's kind of a hot spot. I've got to make sure that I get there while I'm here and I could create needs. But for me, I mean, 
the sunshine, getting into the ocean, the quiet time at the cafe, the time back here at the house, finally having the time and space to focus on what I've really wanted to focus on and have had trouble making the time and space to focus on for so long. That's all I need. That's all I need. And it's just, it's just a nice reminder that we don't need that much to be happy. You know, we create these needs. We, we're, we're told that we need certain things, that we should want certain things, that we should aspire to certain things. I mean, that's all that advertising does, right? It creates these needs, needs for us. But when it all comes down to it, it really does get to the old, you know, the cliche that it's just the simple things in life. And so for me, the sunshine, the sea, the quiet, the time to work on, on my creative endeavors, that's, uh, that's a big, big percentage of all that I need to be happy. And uh, that's not to say there aren't some other things as well, but, but right now, that's, that's it. And uh, I am really happy to be here. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and check out MatthewFelix.com for information about my books, other podcasts, and much more.